Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering some actual international travel on The Bachelor. Lego! A rapper taking the mic in a different way. Check, check, check! And Kimye feuding on social media. Okay, and this is episode 201. Let's go! (laughs) Whoa! Man, I am happy for some reason. I don't know, but this is episode 201, and we're into 200s. Let's get it, V. Um, how are you? What's going on in your life? I'm pretty good. I think, you know, it's something I wanted to bring up at the top of the show because I think it's coincidental, maybe. Okay. Um, is that today, as we're recording this, so, you know, n- when you listen to this, it'll be passed, is National Pizza Day. What? And it made me think because you're a pizza lover. I'm a pizza lover, I love obviously. Pizza. But it made me think of, especially because now we're like, fully in the 200s 201 maybe think of the old days of us recording together and you'd be ordering up your savage pizza oh man to go pick up after i would leave because god forbid <laughs> yeah <laughs> you'd be no. like you'd be kiss, kicking me out the door so you could go get your pizza <laughs> oh man dude i um i was getting that stuff like every other day every two days but um it's been a little different um as of late I haven't been to Savage Pizza in a long time. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, multiple reasons. I'm not, I'm just like watching what I eat. And then on top of that, I'm also trying to just like budget my money. So, um, you know, good stuff all around. But, and then I also got you that dope little pizza shirt for your birthday, too. I did. Yeah. We know we love some pizza around here. We love the Zah. Um, you know, but V, uh, before we get into bachelor stuff, I kind of want to know how your, how your week has been. How's everything going? I'm pretty good. Um, This past weekend, I did like a little uh, girls night dinner with my friend Courtney. We went to this great um, Italian place called Serena Pastifico in Colony Square here in Atlanta. It was very tasty. Um, It definitely is like a good like date night or like, you know, little reunion girls night kind of spot. We had like some, you know, espresso martinis to finish off our meal because those are a DJ's teeth. That's how you, that's how we started with an aperitif with a, um, whatchamacallit, a spritz, an Aperol spritz. And then we ended with a DJ's teeth. Classic. That is how you do it. Let's go. Um, and then we, um, you were out there, uh, our friends, Alexa and her neighbor, Ashley hosted a little, um, little house party situation because Ashley was moving out of her place and Lexa just was gifted a bunch of alcohol from her boyfriend who moved from Atlanta. So she was like, might as well, you know, share with the, the masses, mm-hmm. which I thought was a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of games to be had. Um, I honestly, that night I got annoyed with there's people there who didn't need to be there. What was that all about? Like, I was so confused. And as a person who didn't get to partake in that lovely, you know, alcohol thing that you were just talking about, because another party I went to sober, um, you know, I was just very confused about these. I don't know what we're calling them, the Three Stooges or something like that, because they showed up wasted already. So they showed up. So, okay, they (laughs) because so Sims 
came, shout out to Sims. Mm-hmm. Sims was like, I might have a couple of my friends because I knew he had been out during that day celebrating his friend Pelham's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, totally, I know, thinking it was going to be like his typical friends. I was thinking it was going to be like, maybe Pelham, maybe I, like I still Shane. couldn't believe those maybe, were Zach's friends because I've met a lot of his TJ, friends. Yeah, whatever. Great people. But instead, <laughs> yeah, no. So instead he invited Newt, who- <laughs> First of all, his guess, name is Newt. <laughs> Who I guess no those offense, are no his offense. two friends. Yeah. And they were just all like there is a point like where I was having a conversation with my friend Maggie and former guest of the show. Mm-hmm. And um, th- one was like hovering over my shoulder and I was like, mm, could you give me some space, please? And he got like all upset. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my space, dog. <laughs> like, I don't need you. It, like they were. Lexa said Zach she, spar- she Sparta kicked him out of the place. Yeah, like poor yeah, <laughs> poor um poor Zach was like apologizing. I'm like, those aren't your friends, so like that's on Newt. But yeah. um, yeah, they were they were a mess. But I there was and then I almost threw hands. We ended up at Dark Horse, and I almost threw hands with somebody else who was like one other dude just try to step on like step up to Sims for no reason. Like men, the audacity! Like they 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 expect other people to just move around them. And I'm like, you could like ask to move. And like he was like just staring at Zach, like giving him these eyes. And I was like, do you have a problem? You have something to say? Like <laughs> and he felt like uh. He was like, honey, this doesn't concern you. I'm like, no, you're coming up at, at my friend and you're up in my space. Fatality. Do you, do you want to mess with me? I literally was like going for my earrings. Wow. And Zach's like, let's calm down. Yeah. And I was like, no. no. I'm like, I don't need <laughs> this man. I'm like, I'm like, you can walk through. You can ask to be go- walk around. It's not hard. It's okay. Well, I'm that's not nice. Moving out you know, of my it is kind of nice because I mean, as a guy that like wants to say that stuff, but also not like um, instigate like a fight or like escalate something. You know, it's just like I want to say all that stuff to you, but dude, you're just not worth the energy to even say that. So. Let my friend here, uh, who you know is a woman, um, you're not gonna hit her. I mean, because then we'll have reasons. My, to throw, my throw toxic down. trait is that I'm always ready to fight. Yeah. that is my toxic trait. Yeah. I am always ready to. F- I've broken up fights. I'm always ready to tussle. I think that's having three brothers that you know I've wrestled with. Fair like, I think it's just the vibe. Well, um, but then I ended my weekend on a beautiful note. We've been getting some nice weather here in Atlanta. I really wish it was colder, to be honest. I, I love the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to the West Side Park with my friend Katie on Sunday to just enjoy the nice weather and, you know, get some get some nice little chitty chatties in. But what about what about you, pal? Me? What do you, um, well, it was, besides, uh, you know, we saw each other. We did cross paths, which bit. is always nice. Um, we've been doing that like Probably once a weekend for the last couple of weeks, so that's cool. Um, I caught up with uh, our friend John Mark. He was in town, and uh, we got to like kind of get a slice of time out um, during the day on Saturday to you know just. I met him over at Pont City Market, and we grabbed coffee, walked back to my place, and you know, and it was a nice couple hours with him, and you know, catching up and stuff. So I, I really just uh, had a good time with him, and then. Um, after that, I uh, went to uh, celebrate my friend uh, JP uh, for a little while um, at the brewery, and then uh, and then I did my budget, uh, you know, on Sunday, which was actually pretty incredible. Um, I'm very excited about it, and uh, yeah, I mean, and I don't know if I don't know if you are a budgeter with your money or not, or our listeners are or not, but you know, I 
had gone into budgeting a couple of years back, but I don't know even know how I've made it this far without budgeting my money. But um, that's what I'm doing now. And it's kind of like every morning I kind of wake up and I check all my accounts and see what transactions are coming in and out just to, you know, keep an eye on my spending. And uh, it's like kind of like a little game now. I, I did, uh, I'm doing my budget on this app called the Every Dollar app. That's by Dave Ramsey. And um, yep. essentially the idea of the budget is that you, you don't have um, – any money that's like left, it's a $0 budget. So essentially use every dollar that you make in that month and it goes to a specific allocated place, even if it's a savings or whatever. But on the app, like you're supposed to zero out your, your money at the top of the month. So um, it's a cool little way of like, you know, making sure that you are saving for your future. And, you know, that's what I'm trying to do right now. So um, yeah, I did that. But, um, you know, I don't know if people are hearing like here to like listen about budget talk. You know, this is not a money saving podcast, but we are here to talk about something else. (laughs) It's that time to talk about Bachelor stuff on our show. Guys, before we get into this week's episode, as always, go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new content. If you just did it, a huge shout out to you. Air horns all around. Yeah. V. Let's talk about week five, The Bachelor. Um, I'm not going to lie. This was the most entertaining for me i was laughing out loud at certain parts we might disagree again on this episode because it was definitely another uh shanae filled episode but you know she was really giving the entertainment value up a little bit this week and um with everything she was saying um you know she's become a dark character in the show now that's definitely like i mean if you didn't know that last week she is here you know, doing one thing in front of everybody and now like going in camera and saying mm-hmm. some other stuff. But at least she's saying it proudly and it's actually really funny to, and fun to watch for a viewer that's been watching this show for a very long time. Um, so, Veronica, um, you know, we started off with a very he- heavy Shanae driven intro, like, you know, teasing the two on ones that are coming. And um, we go into this week's episode with, you know, girls talking shit about Shanae again about the trophy situation. Or what I like to say, we had Shrimp Gate well, before. We, we before we even get to that, we don't we're, we there's some of that, but like we got to start with what was we we're still finishing up. I hate I hate how they did this this nonlinear situation. We're still like doing the weird half week situations each episode now, which I despise. I hate it so much. Yeah, because we had Serene's one on one day, um, in Houston still, so we're still in Houston, um. They rented out an entire carnival pier, pleasure pier, you know. Yeah, but before we get into that, though, like, you know, the show started off with the girls, especially like Jill, um, who I wrote down. And the reason why I'm going through is because I've been writing notes down for the last couple of weeks, like note by note. So it's in linear order here. Well, yeah, no, I guess I just that part, because I obviously do the tipsy talks on Instagram. I, that part I just didn't talk about because yeah. it well I wanted to talk about it because they're bringing important. up the trophy throwing this is kind of like you know from last episode um, we had shrimp gate before now we have trophy gate and this is still the girls it's another episode where the girls just are not learning to stop talking shit about Shanae like, it's like only some of them though it's like the ones and then we'll see them you know get sent home but yeah. it's like 
The ones that are like just saying shit to say shit. Well, this um, this episode did something interesting though. Like they 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 pushed four girls specifically that looked like they were gonna go home, but like two of them. Like I I I made four predictions of girls going home before the rose ceremony, and one of them was Jill, who was like talking off the bat like about Shanae with the right. other girls and stuff, but she was being the most vocal, and so that's when I made my early prediction that Jill was gonna go home because it was just like, come on, you're just talking shit and you have no time with Clayton um yeah, so because I didn't even remember I just remember seeing her in the little interviews like I forgot her name yeah. because I was like so, okay well. so yes and after that you know this time Sinead didn't hear them through the wall but um we do get into Serene's um peer date 101 and um you know uh, she's looking beautiful you know uh Clayton looks excited about it and um they they lock down this whole pier for them so you know we get a we get a montage of of teacup rides you and know do the coasters. whole the whole we get to be big kids together you yeah. know thing um which i mean works out for them uh Clayton talks about how he was he worked at six flags as a teenager or something and i'm like right. yeah what was it he was like worked in the fudge house like he danced or something like what the hell something weird i was just like okay dude whatever <laughs> like yeah like, i know i was kind of like i didn't even want to like rewind it just to understand they, what he said but they seem to have a lot of chemistry they almost did us like a little bit of a fake out during this day because he's like you know we're at the halfway point like i there's a lot of physical connection with me and serene but like whatever it almost like he almost teased it up to like being like is there more but then like they had like a great time great conversation they seemed to really Really hit it off and he you know well, I, I wanted to say though I, I do I did see that part because like you know um, I did feel like there was a lot of uh uh, things behind hit the people he picked this week um, for da- different dates like maybe he really you know he likes her he thinks he's she's cute but you know he does like every girl right now like it's literally yeah, he likes everybody so that doesn't mean anything really he has to he's the new kissing bandit remember when ari was the kissing bandit right um speaking of ari i'm gonna probably have to bring him back up later on um from the sh- like something i thought about in the show but i thought um you know earlier she was like you know telling her like biggest fears they're being super goofy he's doing the ice cream stuff and um i liked it because it was like uh she said something about ride or die you know with all the rides and stuff like that so i thought that was pretty cute um and she asked this really interesting question um to him like that I th- i've read in a book recently about like good interview questions and stuff and like a good interview question like at the end of an interview you should go up to like you know whoever the guy or person or is being your going to be your employer um you know do you have any like concerns about me or is there still anything that you're wondering about you know yeah just address it right now she said something like what do you wonder about me or something like that and i just thought it was like a great question for someone that might have been possibly on the chopping block and uh essentially yeah he does say he wants to get deeper with her but he's optimistic and they go into the night portion of the night and it's beautiful there wherever they are i forgot what it was called but um but yeah, like, you know, he, she was talking about having a wall, um, she, and, or she, Clayton was talking about her having a wall up and that she hasn't really opened up yet or anything. And, um, you know, she starts opening up and talking about like loss in her life. Um, I don't know if you want to, uh, elaborate on that. Yeah. I mean, she talked about, um, how she's lost like a couple of family members. She lost her cousin who, um, it's like really close in age to her. Um, and, you know, she talked a lot about their relationship. And Clayton how, did you something know, weird during w- that conversation, though. Did you notice that he was like, wait, so you still like 
like I don't know the way he he framed the question. He was like, "You're still like upset about that or something like that." Yeah, I'm just I like the more I listen to Clayton, the more I'm like, "This man is so emotionally immature." I like I have like so many icks for Clayton. Like he's just like truly not attractive to me. <laughs> <laughs> In multiple ways. It's just like, I just, I like, I feel like however he reacts to like these kind of emotional moments, like, I feel like the only time I've really seen him like a redeeming quality when it comes to like emotional moments, especially with the women of color on the show, is when he's like, yeah, I definitely want to talk about like race and like how that plays into things or whatever. Like, that was like a couple episodes ago or whatever. But otherwise, like, every time I just feel like his responses are. Like, part of me, I'm like, wants to be like, okay, maybe they are genuine because he just truly doesn't really know. But part of me is also like, like, he's always like so surprised. Like, I just, I, it, to me, I'm like, why are you always so surprised by like someone having like some emotion? He just has to be emotion? engaged. Like, he's, he's definitely leaning into being a lead of a TV show. Like, you know, he's talked the way he talks. Like, he's very, um, I don't know how to put put it like a performative like you know he he's right. he's like the way he even talks about dates it's like he's putting on a show for us you know hyping it up before he but goes not on. well yeah not, my I mean, thing is like it doesn't even feel performative sure. it feels like he just truly like is doesn't know like how to but who needs to, who needs to give good performances when you have kind eyes <laughs> or welcoming eyes I as he like, thought she i said. don't even think he has kind eyes like that's also like i feel like that's become so overused as like a you have kind eyes, like yeah. I don't even think what I get. Okay, it. I feel sure. you. I mean, it's all it's all corny, anyways. But um, I will say that she says she was falling in love, and she ends up getting her rose. So um, we did get yeah. we get no scene of country bands playing while they dance, but they just get to make out in this beautiful little place they had dinner. So that's kind of how their night ends. Um, you know. Talking in anticipation about the rose ceremony comes up next. Um, we get a lot of screen time for Mara, who was a I was gonna say was an early prediction for me of her going home, but um, she's complaining about yeah. Shanae. Um, you know, Jill. She's complaining about Shanae. She's like, that's why I think I got confused when I did the tipsy talks because I thought she did go home, but then I realized that she was still there because they gave, yeah, they gave her a ton of screen time. Yeah, they did the okey doke on her. Like, I felt like, you know, they were showing four different women that were going to go home and and then it ended up two of them only went home. So, you know, uh, essentially they're talking about, you know, Shanae and then Shanae walks in and it's always awkward because like these girls really have no sense of like someone's walking around the corner when they start these heated conversations. Well, and you know that like the producers are like, all right, go. Like, like you should go like it's just they like, hold her back you would think they would they learn after a while to stop talking shit like right before clayton is gonna come in even if it's like 10 minutes from now just like don't be that girl but no every time someone's popping off about something and he walks in like he didn't hear them just like talking around the wall and stuff but right, you know she, before right. that happens shanae comes in and the girls instantly are like we feel like you know uh, terrorized by you and Jill is like the one that confronts her so you know we started the show with her talking shit yeah. and now she's confronting Shanae about like you know all this shit and yeah Clayton walks in while the ladies are having a conversation and um, you know the first move I mean he kind of pref- prefaced it earlier and on his one on one talking about later on he's going to deal with this like trophy situation and he pulls the girls that won last week's group challenge aside to ask them what happened with Shanae last week and um yeah. the girls essentially and obviously 
Yeah, the girls. Sierra and Genevieve are the ones that say the most during that. They rehash what happened. I didn't realize it was a pond. I thought it was bushes, but whatever. Yeah. They rehash that. I think Teddy made the smart move because Teddy is, you know, trying to keep her spot as a front runner. Teddy made the smart move of just being all like, you know, she kept it simple, kept it straight to the facts. She's like, this is what had happened. Do you think each girl got a chance to talk or like only the ones like th- that? I think it was only the, I think it was really truly. For I what, would not I mean, say anything. Like, I'd be like, you know, yeah, she came in through. I the think trophy. Yeah, it seems like most everybody else was quiet. Teddy said like just like her little bit, I think, just to be like, get herself back into like, you know, into Clayton's brain of being like, remember me. Yeah. But like wasn't anything incriminating to her. Just was like. Yeah. Here. And, so, and then Sierra and Genevieve were like, anyways. Yeah. And this is where Sierra starts uh, getting on my last nerve. And she actually, this is another woman that was like, predict early prediction. I'm writing early predictions like before the roast. I mean, ceremony. yeah, we predicted it last week on the show. I mean, straight up. Yeah. Um, but Sierra was just kind of getting on my last nerve. It's just like, dude, shut up. Like, you know, you're going to go home before Shanae goes home, especially the way you're just talking so much about this. Like, you know, he's talking about how she's not wife material. Like, what is this about you that's making you wifey material? Like, you know, I just don't understand like the hypocrisy in it, but you know, she's just letting her emotions get the best of her to the point where she's just the most outspoken one. She's claiming to be the one that's going to let him know one way or another. And all these girls are are expecting her to go home so much that it literally was making me laugh out loud. Like she was, and it's just, I think as a viewer, it's so silly because like I felt like they spent so much time. It's been like three weeks, V. It's been like three weeks. These girls have been talking about Shanae and it's like it's almost getting to the point where I want them all to go home and Shanae to stay. My thing is like so as a viewer, I felt like it felt really silly for how they edited this show. They spent a ton of time showing us all the girls being all like, I think this is it. I think she's going home when we fully have seen all the previews and we know she's going on a two on one date. So I'm like, what are they building up this suspense for? Cause it's not like they're going to do. I think they the whole, want to like, make the girls look stupid. Like I literally do think. Like, I don't know. I don't know. To me, it's like, it's just like, I feel like it was bad pacing for the show in general. I'm like, what's the point? Like we, we know that she's going to go on a two on one. Like this doesn't build up any tension for us as a viewer. And also because- it's like, and, and you can tell like the, how they're coming at it like it's like it's so haterish like it's like you know we're gonna have a problem if Clayton can't figure this out it's like what what problem like you have a problem that's your problem like you're literally or you just have a problem with how Clayton is as a person which then maybe you're just not interested in him right I'm like even in my tipsy talk I was like you know what maybe maybe Shanae and Clayton are made for each other because like I like whatever like if this is what he's into that's what he's into like I mean yeah fair enough that's a good that's a great point um yeah so I mean essentially I just think he pulls he pulls Shanae aside I mean he does pull Shanae aside but before we can you admit that these girls are are jacking up their own uh like their own well I think you know the the Sierras the Genevieve's are definitely like they're it's it's it is honestly like there's only a couple a lot of them are upset still i feel like in general a lot of them are upset with shanae and then the ones that are like let me say something about it don't even have connections with clayton so it's like okay you're gonna mess up your own time that then now you're not gonna have so like it's just kind of like you're shooting yourself in me, the foot over and over again and you only have so many feet you know what i'm saying um so I mean, again, uh, yeah, he does bring, you know, Shanae across and she does it 
perfectly. Like, you know, I don't know. She she is literally like I think prac like prac she says herself, she's like audition is she an actress? Like she's like practicing. Like, her- I don't know. Which just is like I'm like, bro. Well, this is that's foreshadowing. <laughs> she's like, I'm making too- it out of my small town of like of Ohio yeah, some yeah. way or another. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do like- want to bring up the fact that like the actress thing, because later on that comes back around, um, you know, from a preview from next week. But um right. but yeah, so Shanae com- is confronted by Clay Ann. She admits to being um, heated and said she was and she admits to being uh, sorry and Clayton accepts and I wrote down yes for some reason because it was just it's just awesome to watch him be like okay so you're sorry and he's then, so I know he, and he's like and then he's like okay let's make out now I'm like Clayton yeah <laughs> let's go and um, I'm like and so I'm it's like, really funny did you hear that she goes back and does her little tearful apology well, before to the that, girls. did you hear the music they played when they kissed it was like It was literally something like that. It was the most dark and ominous like music I've ever heard. And um, yeah, so she goes back and puts on the performance of a lifetime because as an actor, I thought she was sincere. And this is the genius of the editing. Like I they, literally, my tipsy talk, I'm like, I'm happy she apologized. Yeah, no, not like, only were we happy, but like the most mad girls were like happy. Some of the girls, you could tell they were like, I can't I can't even say that I think she's faking it because at this point I will become the next one that's gonna go home if like if I if after she apologizes and Clayton keeps Yeah, her they're hand. like, I'll just keep my mouth shut. Just but like, keep I'm your mouth wary. shut and make it about like you and Clayton if you really wanna be here. And 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 I think that's really like her saving grace is the fact that like she does not give a shit about any of the other girls. If she's if 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 she is actually she's here, she's putting her attention on Clayton and that's actually uh, a golden move in this in this game so and i do think it's a game obviously now it's like it's gotten like it's turned game so um so yeah so the girls are like you know will we appreciate that apology shanae and um and then the editing goes right till uh to her like you know uh on camera being like i should this was the hardest thing i could have ever done saying sorry to people i'm not sorry yeah, about she's I'm like, Meryl Streep. i'm gonna fake whatever. it till i make it dude she was like i want i want an emmy i want a grammy i want an oscar i want a tony she wanted the egot with a rose she wanted a regot you know what i'm saying so, <laughs> a, regot. You know, a regot dude and uh yeah so then the rose ceremony starts up and i'm just like i already knew what girls were gonna go home or at least yeah. i thought like, i mean you know, I thought I knew, but you know, two we, of the girls, uh, yeah. you know, um, I'm trying to think of who oh, I thought. So it ended up being uh, Sierra who goes home and uh, Jill who Lindsay goes home. Lindsay and Jill. Who, which one was um, Lindsay? Damn, I didn't even remember. Lindsay's Lindsay. the blonde one who also Clayton had brought up stuff to her in a previous episode. Oh, being good, all like, because she actually was talking a lot more shit earlier and like five minutes ago. Like, and she was yeah, trying to make it sound nice on, and stuff. She's been on TikTok now saying like how her conversations and stuff with Clayton and stuff went that are shining a little bit more light to like what he was asking her about Shanae and whatever. And like, that's why you don't get how caught he up. was leading that stuff leading questions yeah so, so um so they go home sierra or um uh shanae is just like i keep sending all these girls home he's she's just like come on i can keep going like she's like mike tyson in there right now um and uh she, and and honestly she was like i just sent girls home back to back like she's doing drake disses on these girls you know what i'm saying oh my so, god um yeah and i'm here for it uh and they they get told that they're taking it international v this is ridiculous i cannot believe you're gonna drop the international word and go to canada <laughs> to canada and so, like bear i mean like toronto yeah 
Well, I'm not I mean, saying I've that place is bad, Canada. but like you, when you think international, you think like across the seas or something like that. You don't think they're still really, in North really, America, like you know. They're yeah, they're just teasing them with this whole international travel stuff. It looks like they'll eventually make it somewhere else, but like they're <laughs> yeah. like. Well, they, I know they end up going to. Um, What's it like called? Italy or something. They go to, I've been there. Um, where the fuck did I go for Yacht Week? Um, Croatia? Croatia. I think they end up in Croatia. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, they're in Toronto now. And Clayton says it's weird. Um, well, I don't know why I wrote that. The girls explore their penthouse. They get all super excited. And we find out that Gabby gets the next one-on-one. Now... I am not a fan of Gabby. I am not. I'm just going to say that. She reminds me. I wanted to bring up Ari's season because isn't that the season that with Crystal? That girl, that woman, Crystal, that had that baby oh, voice. Oh, yeah, with, when she did her weird voice. Yeah, so this is like, I feel like, you know, Gabby is a younger, obviously um, more self-aware Crystal, but like, I can't stand it. Um, She's just chaotic. She's got such chaotic energy. Like, so I feel I, like I, she like. I, I think quirky like you know she, her whole life she's been told like you're so funny that's what I love about you you're so fun you know and so she's now this is her like you know she knows that's her she's like I'm the superpower. quirky girl yeah let me be quirky yeah so you know they get on this one on one first of all she like cries about it which I was like this is this is kind of she's pathetic. like real emotional no. she like cried last week she cries she's just like she gives me the whole like like she gets puffy face easily like she just gives me the whole like i'll cry at a drop of a hat vibe yeah which is like not my vibe like she's just chaotic like yeah. she's all over the place so they take a flight in a helicopter um around toronto second helicopter date of this season yeah i know it's just like let's go to a place they and really see balled it from out the on the budget for this season <laughs> they really did they really, they really did um and so you know they're doing their thing they go and play hockey she's like on the sidewalk with a dog like I, i'm like what the hell is going on and clean's like nothing, petting her I, nothing this date just like was all, literally i was like i couldn't keep it straight i was like i don't know what's happening i hated her They're laugh just, no offense i mean it's just like she i know she can't control it probably or her voice but i it don't was just, like to hate on people's laughs i don't either like, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say, but i can't help like how i felt like like when I was watching it, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to be honest. I'm not trying to be like, I know she can't control it probably, you know, or whatever, but I'm no. just like, you know, it is what it is. And I was getting crystal vibes from it and stuff. So, um, it's like crystal, but crystal try to be like the husky, like we almost like older voice where I feel like Gabby is like playing more like a child. Like she's all like, like, I'm funny and silly and like whatever. No, crystal was like a combination of Shanae and Gabby. So, that's the way I look at it. But um, yeah, so yeah. so anyways, back at the house, Good. we got um, it, we got the girls getting told like what the next group date is. And the only girls left out were Shanae and Genevieve and Genevieve starts sweating bullets because she's like, you know, what the hell? Like, I, I thought I made it past all the firing. And no, you did not. Like, this is what happened. And it's happens. so funny because this is you a producer can tell which- too. This is the producers being like, you know, we still got like oh, the yeah. left of these hater girls left. The mean girls. Well, this is like, well, it's just a producer pick because they always put whoever is like the villain on a two on one. Um and it's just that's how it works. Which, but, which uh, I feel bad. I, I wish she wouldn't have because I really do think Genevieve is beautiful and I like her. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I think I she's think Genevieve cute. could be good if like yeah if she hadn't been you know one of the main ones speaking up. And I think you know she and had potential. To go back to my point earlier about like the specific picks of dates this week, I do think Gabby was picked for this date as well because she was a mean girl too. Like you know I think 
they were trying to get the girls that were like kind of like I into feel conversations. Like she was less of a mean girl, but she was in that She's circle. She sides. was around the discussion, but she wasn't like actively like doing it. But she was around the discussion more than some of the other women, more than like a Teddy or a Susie or like a I Rachel. Agree. I per think se. you know it's it's kind of a separation and it's like a separation of class between the girls. It's like the girls that are the popular ones that are like you know are like doing well with Clayton and then you got the girls that are just like talking shit about Shanae. And everyone talks shit about Shanae, but like they're ones that like make their whole like career about talking shit about, you know, the villain. Right. And right. um and Gabby kind of got caught in between that as well and so did Genevieve. So, you know, here, you know, we got Genevieve trying to like, you know, ha- be kind of comedical about it, but you know she's asking well and you can tell genevieve knows the show yeah she that's why she's oh she knows bullets. the show too but like you know Gene- she knows the show but like not well enough like she was like what do you mean like she was like or she was just playing like oh, she, what do you what mean? mean she's definitely playing and honestly she knows that she has so much confidence she sent she sent like two three girls home now she thinks she's scared of genevieve like not at all man like not I mean, at no, all which and that's my thing is like she obviously has a better connection with Clayton. So like this two on one is definitely not going to end in Genevieve's favor, but we'll, we don't even get to that yet. Yeah. But um, so we get to um, the night date um, portion of um, Gabby's one on one. And, um, you know, I am. I just hate these night portion parts because I just feel like the most times like it's the, the person, emotional dumping. Yeah, part. like people just have their one thing that they come in with that they have to like. This is how she they has open her mommy up. issues. Yeah, she talks about her mom and. And All that mom stuff. And also, I, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, she, it just, it, I also have an issue with all these girls in these like little mule heels because like Gabby like couldn't walk in her fucking heels just even to the little table, like a couple of steps. And I'm like, sis, you got to get it together. You're not looking great. But, um, <laughs> what yeah, do you mean? I mean, was she, was she, was she drunk or something? No, it's just like the st- style of shoe. It's like a high heel, but it has like no back strap, a mule. Mm. And so like I felt like she was waddling because she didn't know how to walk and keep her shoes on. Interesting. And it just looked stupid. Well, you know. These are things I know. Yeah. Well, they get into um, their bathing suits and get hot in the pool. And, um, you know, essentially Clayton's like you know blindsided he says by her and um you know really he's feeling her yeah he's feeling her i mean we've got uh two past like bachelor nation people that have dated this this woman so you know i don't know if he knows that or not you know she was smart not to bring it. it up but regardless like whatever she's how she however she's coming across on tv to me one way or another in real life she's probably very charming and like you know and nice to be around obviously clayton was blindsided by her so he <clears throat> honestly was making it seem like he was like falling in love with her so um, yeah i mean it definitely puts her in the position of what i was predicting that she's going to be a front runner yeah so, so yeah uh she does stand out so we get to the group date portion and um jesse palmer is there when the girls uh, walk in and um and then out of nowhere comedian russell peters has this terrible entrance like he's just like vulgarly so dissing people which i guess is a roast but there it, it didn't feel clever at all and i guess maybe does he like host and some I didn't roast even show know, I, okay i personally don't maybe i just don't know that kind of comedy well enough i didn't know who he was 
Yeah, I know. Um, I know of him. I just uh, never thought he was funny. He's been a comedian for a long time. Yeah, I didn't. And like, they're like, oh, he's the king of roast. And I'm like, oh, here he we might, go. He but might like, host I, like a roast show or something. I don't know. But yeah, but like I, he gave he gave nothing. Yeah. He literally gave nothing. It was cringy. <laughs> it was very cringy. And um, yeah, uh, eventually uh, they're told uh, the women are told that they have to roast Clayton and each other. And, you know, the girls are talking about tension in the house and this is going to be hopefully a release for them. And all of them are just still talking about Shanae not being on a date. So hopefully they'll have a great date. But here we go. Just talking shit again, roasting each other. So, yeah, you know, the producers were ready for this to stay. Yeah, perfectly. I mean, some of their jokes felt like a gimme. I have to give it Marlena kicked ass. Marlena made some funny roast. I thought she, her stuff was good. She no, obviously no, no. brought up. I, she did all right. But you know who? I thought she did great. Yeah, she did all right. But you know who did awesome? I thought was Sarah, dude. Sarah roasted the crap out of people. Not only did she impress me with her rap skills that one episode on our one on one. Sarah was good. Oh my goodness! But she's the youngest one out of all of them, and she came hard. Which I didn't even realize she was that young. Oh, she came hard at Mara, and uh, because Mara came, yeah. But Mara came back with her response and stuff, which was good as well. She served it right back to her, but like. Oh my God, dude. Sarah was, I was like, dude, that's a roast. That's a roast. And she was laughing the whole time. Like she knew she was being a bitch. Um, so it was awesome, man. It was, it was awesome. And I meant it that. It was so funny because she's so cute and she'd be like just delivering these lines. And she's like, anyway, like- <laughs> yeah, she was like, she's like, yeah. And then, uh, Mar- Mara comes back, be like, yeah, you know, when you're done with this little girl, if you need her, uh, a babysitter, just let me know. Um, so I thought it was so good. It was- they, I thought they did a good job. Marlena yeah. did a great job. Overall, everyone um, had a pretty, and then, and they went in on, on Shanae, like took cheap shots at someone who's even there to defend themselves. You know, I would have loved to see Shanae in that roast battle with all those girls because like she would have came in for everyone. It would have been hilarious, but, um, or maybe she wouldn't, maybe she got up there and just cried and made it like seem like, Oh, poor me. And, 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 and then Clayton like feels bad for her and all the rest of the girls look like shit. And I would have been here for it, dude, because that's some good TV. But anyways, the girls leave yeah. the date. Clayton and all the girls feel really good about it. Um, everyone should feel good about this date except for um, Russell Peters. And uh, honestly, honestly, <laughs> and poor Marlena, I thought she was going to get the rose because like they actually had like a good little like cocktail portion talking to each other and he's like Clayton I'm really was impressed super by into you. her it seemed yeah like. and he's like I'm really impressed by you you've been like impressing me like blah 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 and then but he's just head over heels for Rachel dog like he he's like all in on Rachel he's like I can't stop thinking about you and he's like here's the group date rose even though I don't even think we got to see any of her roast I don't even think it was any good <laughs> so do you think it's Rachel Sarah and Gabby at the end that's that's yeah that's my prediction yeah so um yeah that's our predictions uh so yeah um essentially you know that it is bullshit marlena should have at least gotten one of those roses either this week or last week because she's been killing it um but yeah the you know uh we got the after party uh you know uh I wrote down Shanae is the best for some reason. Clayton likes every girl. He's like admitting to being like, I like every girl here. So at this point, there's really, you know, you got your three that you like, but every girl he's going to make out with and kiss and be super into. That's just the way it is. He's surprised by the fact that all he's he likes all these girls. And it's like, are you I'm, serious? And I'm like looking at this man. And I'm like, I'm not su- also knowing how many women in like the Columbia, Missouri area that he like was dating and like seeing or whatever. I'm like, I'm not surprised. Like, of course. <laughs> yeah. So you, you have them all in one spot for you. Of exactly. course you are. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just it's just 
Honestly, anyone looking for love wouldn't be in this position. I'll tell you that much. But um, really, truly looking for love. But um, so we we get towards the end of the episode here, and we are going on the the two, the on, two one. on one. And um, you know, uh, just before we get into it, I saw I saw a little preview of like they made these two on ones like. Like we haven't seen a two on one in a while or something. I, I really don't remember the last two on one, but like I saw some type of like super cut of all the two on ones and they made it all dramatic and making it seem like well, the two on ones are back. I think I don't know if we saw a two on one in the last two um, Bachelorette seasons, but we definitely saw one in um, I think in. It was sort of a two-on-one in Matt James's season, but yeah. it was sort of not. It was sort um, of like a let me talk to both of you and send one of you home conversation. It was like yeah, a yeah. pseudo two-on-one. So we get to the two-on-one, and it's just very, very awkward. Like you could tell that, you know, first of all, Shanae is telling us that she's prepared for this day. Like not just prepared, but she's prepared lines. She's practiced it over and over again in her room. And she's, so she sad. knows exactly what she's going to say, and she knows exactly how it's going to go down. And her... Her comments are cracking me up. The her delivery of things is is so funny to me. Like I'm literally like, this is what I want to watch when I watch The Bachelor. Someone like her, just like being like, I'm going for my man. I don't give a shit about this girl. She's getting thrown in there that wet chihuahua, and um and yeah, and you could tell Genevieve already like knows she's gonna go home. Like, I feel she- like Shanae was written by a man. <laughs> Why? Because like that kind of humor isn't that funny to me. But maybe oh, I just man. like have like a different sense of humor. No, I guess so. I just like good TV, man. I just think it's just like she's bringing entertainment value to the show. That you know, all these girls are doing the same things as her. I feel like, except she's just open about it, which I respect. I respect the fact that she gets on camera and says, you know, she knows that it's going to be shown on TV. Like she's owning it. And I respect that. There's something to respect about. And um, for me, at least. And um, it's getting and and literally Genevieve is you can tell she's already defeated. Like she's she's as silent as hell. Well, because I think she has to know that her her relationship like isn't as close with Clayton. I think proving how, you know, how things went down with like how she's seen things go out with the group dates with Shanae, with whatever she's all like, well, obviously my relationship with Clayton is like, I think she has to see that. So like, you know, Genevieve is busting out the big guns. She's like showing the ladies and ready to go. And, um, and then they get to Niagara Falls and it's like, what was the saying that they talked about on Niagara Falls? Like they're like something, I forgot what, Shanae, she repeated it, but it was whatever was on the date card for the two-on-one. Into the falls, something like... Yeah. In t- uh, some, yeah, into the falls, and I just thought it was just really funny the way she was like saying it, and um, and so yeah, and that's pretty much how it ends. Like it ends with a two. I know we got a lot of build up for this two on one date to see maybe like three minutes of it, and yeah. I'm pissed. I mean, yeah, they're very unconventional with the way they're piecing together this season. But I feel like we could have cut out like so much of the bullshit with the rose ceremony at the top of the show where they're trying to build us up to being all like, "Will Shanae go home?" When we obviously know she. She's not. Yeah. Like we could have cut that out. I would have rather seen the full two on one day this episode. Yeah. Um, well, she says something crazy funny too that like I just was like, this is great. She was like, I just want that rose. If I get that rose, it's gonna feel better than sex, she said. I know, yeah. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. And um, and yeah, and then we get a really dram- like it was like a pretty dramatic, like 
ending to the show. It was like a lot of crying, a lot of like, you know, previews of the future. A lot of previews. They've been really bombarding us with previews of the season. Like we've been seeing previews since before the season started Mm -hmm. of like every single week. And it looks like we're going to get more on Gabby. Gabby looks like she's going to be causing trouble towards the end and like might be, I don't know, like she might be the one breaking Clayton's heart or like misleading Clayton or something. That's what it, that's what the edit looked like. Yeah. I don't know. Like what Clayton was like mad about something. Um, we get a little peek at, um, next week's two on one day and, and for someone talking about practicing their lines, she accuses Genevieve of being an actress or something like that. And she's caught off guard where she has like, you could tell like if she doesn't say, yes, I'm an actress, she's lying that she's not an actress, like, you know, or something like that. Did you see that? Yeah, that little bit. I know. I'm, I'm like, so she's going to like do this or like whatever. And I think Genevieve's going to be like, what the, like, where is this even coming from? I like, mean, it's just like a, another pile on top of like, probably reasons that Genevieve is going to go home. Um, It really doesn't, it just, it's just tipping the scale for, you know, for her. And I just think that Sinead is calculated like a, like a, like a super villain. I love it. I love it. Yeah, she is. She is a super villain. I love it. And I love a good super villain. So um, speaking of Sinead, um, not only did I've, you know, I'm proud of, 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 of her, you know, getting this far with, you know, you know, really just working the game. But um, we have to give her a shout out for the fact that she shared our podcast this last week on her Instagram. She did indeed. <laughs> so shout out to Shanae for, you know, showing some support to us, um, which gives me a little reason to, you know, I'm glad, you know, we're, we might disagree on topics or whatever, but, you know, at least if someone's going to come to the show, they might like either your point or my point, um, you know, especially if it's, it has to do with them. So at least one of us here is showing support of her, um, if, if, if not, um, but you know, either way, she's showing us support. So we have to, you know, big up that. So she was, she says, I'm here for it. And, and when she posted it, so um, yeah, she was listening. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, so uh, that's pretty much uh, this week's episode. We have a week six next week, right? There's no like break. Yep. Because that would be some bullshit if they'd like to be continued us into a break or something. But, no, no, no. We um, got an episode next week. Good, good. So we, um, that's, pretty much everything for week five um do we have any news out of bachelor nation yeah so people noticed um in the new um hulu series pam and tommy a familiar face from becca kufrin season Mm -hmm. um is leo um he is known for being a stunt actor and etc he's been in a couple of other like american horror story a couple other things um Moneyball, whatever. But I guess he stars as a well, not stars. I don't think it's him. His his IMDb says he's called Massive Man. So he's on set for um, he's a porn star in there because if you watch the series, you understand how like porn stars get. Yeah, so he um, is a star. Yeah, so he's a star, I guess. But um, yeah. so I think it's a funny little connection to stuff that's happening. Well, he, it's because like in that scene, um, in that scene, like he's supposed to like I guess have anal with the girl um that plays Piper and and um Orange is the New Black, and then like you know Seth Rogen has to step in because like he's too big to she doesn't want him to oh, insert himself oh, in oh. her because I haven't gotten to the scene yet. Oh, you so. haven't? My bad. Spoiler. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, it's, it's, um, it's something we'll talk about more later on, but, uh, yeah, I caught him in the show and that's when I was like, 
I Googled it and I sent it to you. I was like, dude is in, we got some bachelor news in this show I'm watching right now. So, um, so that was interesting, but, um, yeah, I guess he's, he's doing well as an actor, um, at least getting these roles. I mean, I don't know. I, I would like a role like that. Maybe not a porn star role, like playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's but... a, I think he's a stunt <laughs> actor primarily. So he's been in a lot of stunt stuff for like stunts, I think, or, I mean, he was there enough for me to notice him. So, um, so yeah. yeah. I mean, but, some people are important. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that's pretty much it. Um anything else? That was it that I saw. Cool, cool. So uh we'll catch you guys next week with uh week six. Make sure, you know, to like and subscribe, leave a comment on your thoughts of Shanae. Do you like her? Do you not like her? Um yeah, we'll see you next week with week six. Um, but V, why don't we get into something we like to call Quick Hits? What do we got? Yeah, so um, one of my favorites, uh, one of my faves of the Jonas Brother persuasion, um, Joe Jonas, um, it has announced that DNCE, which was like his little offshoot band, um, are going to be coming out with new music um, with uh, the new, the, the next song that they're going to be coming out with is called Dancing Feet. It's going to be with Kygo. I think it comes out a little bit later this month potentially or like soon um but i mean i love dnc's music i think it's super fun and dancing i think they're trying to come back with that he talked about how you know he's like working with ryan tedder um people like that and ryan tedder wrote their um the sucker. sucker song uh so i am a big fan of ryan tedder as a songwriter he usually writes straight up radio hits that are huge um but yeah, I mean, Cake by the Ocean was a song that, like, I was jamming, like, one year for New Year's over and over again. That was just, like, a hit. So I'm excited to see what music comes out of it. Um, I guess your your, your your brothers are going on a little hiatus while he comes back with his other band? Potentially. I'm not sure. It seems like they might still, like, do some stuff together. But, uh, I mean, I guess they started doing it when he was – he's been – him and Sophie Turner have been around Atlanta slash Georgia area because they both were filming, I think, different things. He was filming something in Savannah. Um, it's called Devotion. It's a Korean War movie or something. Um, and I know she was here filming something else, I think, with uh, Marvel. But um, – the thing they just came up with that and he kind of wants it to be sort of like a rotating E Street band situation. He's like, this band could like always like mesh change, like maybe have like rotating members, things like that. So um it'll wait, be interesting so, to see wait, so like the original members of the band are the original members I think are on this song or doing this stuff, but I think he kind of like wants this band to be like kind of a living, breathing entity where it kind of could like Especially with how he probably will rotate back in and out of doing stuff with his brothers. Interesting. We'll see how that, how that turns out. Um, what else we got? <clears throat> um, yeah, so T.I. has actually been uh, trying his hand at being a stand-up comic here in the good old city of Atlanta. I think he's done a couple of things at Laughing Skull. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I might have to, we might have to look to see like, if we could see where he's performing or if he's going to keep uh, keep trying it out around the city because that's, you know, that's where Has he's doing it. anybody said he's funny? People are saying that he's okay. There's been um, there's been some mixed, mixed reviews is what I've been saying. Because I don't think uh, he's funny. Yeah, I mean, I don't really think he's funny. I actually either. don't even really, like, I mean, no offense, but, like, 
I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't really like his personality that much. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never really thought he was funny. I mean, I liked his songs back in the day, I guess, but, um, I mean, he's been in a lot of controversy as of lately. Um, not good stuff. So, um, right. You know, I don't know what there's much to laugh at, you know, but um, yeah. Anyways, what else we got? So Oscar nominations were released. Um, a couple of the big ones was Power of the Dog has 12 nominations. Dune has 10. Wait, um, House Dune of Gu- is getting Oscar noms? I mean, yes. I, I, I like the movie, but it wasn't that great. Honestly, it was just a big teaser for epi- like whatever the next movie is going to be coming. I mean, yeah, but the, it's Dune is definitely like an Oscar movie. It is that is it's Oscar bait faux show. I mean, it's um, like telling me that Harry Potter is getting nominated for an Oscar or something like just some fantasy shit like or Star Wars is getting not nominated for an Oscar. It just doesn't sound right to me, especially when I watched a movie like visually, I guess it looked good, but like it it. I mean, by the end of the movie, I mean, I like I like the actors and stuff in it. But by the end of the movie, I was like, did we get five minutes of a fight scene and it's, it's over? Like, it was just like a lot of buildup for nothing. So I'm, I'm surprised by that. Um, we'll see if it wins any awards. But it definitely was an expensive movie. And when they spend a lot of money, they tend to want to push those to award shows. Yeah. And then... Um House of Gucci got a got a big old got a, a lot of snubs, which obviously Lady Gaga is not very very happy Good. about. I, I, did you did you watch it? I haven't. I need to watch it. I it's like definitely. I know it's ridiculous, but it's camp, and I love that. So like, I want to watch it just for its ridiculousness, um, and because I love Lady Gaga. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I not the I, I, fan I really ever. didn't think it was going to get a ton of Oscar, like vibes anyways but i know yeah some people thought it should but um a big one that's like in the more i guess like bringing some diversity to the oscars because the oscars are notoriously extremely white Mm -hmm. um is drive my car which is a japanese um movie um and it's go up for best picture, best director, best international feature film, and best adapted screenplay. Um, so uh, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I haven't seen it, but um, that's it's good to see it, like a little bit of little bit of traction in the diversity realm when it comes to the Oscars. So, I mean, it's minimal, but it's sure. something. Um, what else we got? <clears throat> so Shay Mitchell, known for you know. Now known for some of her stuff on TikTok, but mostly known for being one of the um, Pretty Little Liars. She is expecting her second child with her um, longtime pa- partner, Matt Babel. She already has a two-year-old named Atlas. She is so pretty. Uh, it's crazy. She's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, I love Shay Mitchell. Um, I think she's gorgeous. And her, her first kid is also adorable. So it's going to be another another pretty kid. We're well, talking um, about but- babies and kids. Big news is Kylie gave birth, Kylie Jenner gave birth to her second child. Um, It's believed to be a boy um, uh, on, of course, perfect. Like, you can't plan this better on 2-2-22, angel numbers. So it's, they've been, everybody in the comments has been trying to figure out what the name of this baby is because her, you know, Kylie's best friend Stasi has been like angel baby. People like kept saying angel. People are like, is that reference to the angel numbers? Is it reference to whatever? Or is that the baby's name? Um, 
Some people think it might be Valentine, and that's why they haven't announced it yet, and they're going to spin it into, because Kylie has like a Valentine's Day collection, they're going to spin it into something with, you know, marketing as the Jenner, as Chris Kardashian like, tends to do. Like what Drake tried to do. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if which it just it feels gross to like be announcing your children as part of like a marketing campaign. This is what they do, though. This is what they'll do forever and ever. This is how they they do it. But did we ever see Kylie with like a baby bump or anything like that? Like what? Recently, yeah. I mean, she held she hit it for a while, like she did for her first pregnancy, <laughs> but then probably like three or months ago, maybe is when we started. Like she was like, "Yeah, I'm pregnant," and then. We got more content of her with her baby bump, but but not as not a ton. Shit's just mind boggling sometimes. Like I, I don't even know what to think about. They they do some magic over there. Uh, speaking of that family, um, V, what made you go yikes this week? Well, there's been Yay has been posting a lot on on Instagram, and Wait, actually who? he's recent. Yay, the kids, the kids. <laughs> Well, the let's let bring it up the kids, but um, well, I just thought I'd, I'd play that sample because they're like, "Yay!" That's I, funny. Yeah, that's funny. But uh, um, Yay has been posting a lot. He's obviously th- this whole divorce situation has not been his fan, his favorite. Um, but he's been posting a lot about how you know. Kim is exploiting North and that he has no con- like. He's like, I need people to fight for me, like to help, like get my kids back like because like he's putting this um, all on instagram yeah he's posting this all on instagram which i'm like bro you are like a multi-millionaire like you can get like actual professional advice good professional legal advice whatever the heck you need but he's sitting there posting like 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 uh like text messages from cousins of kim asking for shoes and, and shoes yeah just making it's all dicey like it's all looking shysty and then you know it's bad when then kim is posting stuff to like respond because kim is not one i didn't see you know, what she fam- said what'd she say she said Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any tiktok north might create because that's the big thing he's all like He's like, I want like, why is why is Kim exploiting North? Like, blah blah blah. Like, well, this is a publicist writing this for Kim, obviously. But yeah, that is like, a good that is the, a good retort. Like, yeah, Kim says, as the parent who's the main provider and caregiver for our children, I'm doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision, which she does. I think she blocks all of the comments on like you can't comment on any of their TikToks. Um, but, um. Blah, 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 because it brings her happiness. Divorce is difficult enough on our children, and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for us all. From the beginning, I have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what is best for our children and saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately, and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. Whoa. <laughs> the shade. Oh, the man. The shade at the end. Wow. Nice. Oh, well, well written. I'll, I'll say that. Um, you know, I, I did see also in like, like Pete Davidson publicly announced her as like his girlfriend. His- 
Yeah, in an interview. Yeah, he said. Like in a slick way, though, like being like, you know, I, what do I do? I usually just like, you know, hang with my girlfriend or, you know, like he just like in passing yeah. says that. Like no one's like, well, who's your girlfriend, Pete? <laughs> We're all like, we know who it is. We know who it is. We know what you're doing. But um, but they've been Pretty very dark. quiet. And I think, I think, yeah, I think, you know, Kanye is, is messing up here. Like Kim is and over. Think- Kim is over him. And and I yeah, and I, I know what that feels like when you try when you're still in love with someone and they're just the magic is gone you've lost it you had it and you should you it's just you took it for granted and it's gone it's yeah. in the path poof it's 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 no more finito right so Kanye needs to grow up and 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 honestly take his fucking meds that's what he also needs to do like he sure. notoriously says that he's bipolar diagnosed. And not taking meds. And, and, then and also doing- saying that he's a godly man. And this is the type of stuff you're doing with your family. Like, this is not, this is not like what, what God would do, you know? So it's like, to me, it's just really sad because like, you know, as a person that's like really trying to take my own accountability into my own hands, like in my life, you know, it's like, you have to make changes that make right. positive like changes in your mind you know if you feel happy with yourself by doing good things like he's i don't think he's doing the right things to put himself in the right mindset he's out partying with future and drake and and stuff yeah and and making a toxic toxic new album and stuff yeah so (laughs) yeah i mean it's and it's just it's just how are you gonna sit here and talk about you know your daughter and your family but all and then every other picture is like you out partying as well so it's like come on man like I don't yeah with Julia Fox and then uh, like and then like a Kim lookalike you're and like a hypocrite. whatever like you're a hypocrite dude like you know like you're falling apart and it's really sad to see I mean it we've seen him do it a, a, over and over again but now it's like you got your your actual the only family you have left and it's really sad man it's really sad to see um I really hope they can keep it out. I don't want to see this stuff. Like I, I, I saw a meme actually uh, somewhere. I, I'm not even on social media like that right now. But I saw a meme somewhere that was like, I, I, um, this is like has me feeling. I forgot what it said. It was like I want. I just texted like Kim and Kanye to get me out of this text group or something like that. Like like remove me from the text group chat remove oh me that's from, hilarious yeah. yeah because that's what it feels like yeah but, it's um, like we're in a group chat that we don't want to be a part of so um but whatever we're talking about it so that's what we got um yikes for sure uh well v um you know what i want to know what are you watching it should be more of like what are we Wait, watching you are now re- messing up all the drops what are we watching we're both watching Pam and Tommy. I've only made it through one episode. Um, you've obviously made it. I think they have just the three out or have three they or released four. more? Yeah, something like that. I think there's four. But um, yeah. yeah, Pam and Tommy, man. I we, we I think we talked about it before. Um, they got a bunch of great actors in it. It's, it's a Hulu original. And um, there's some interesting choices in there. Like you, you see a, you see a penis. Talk, talking. like talking, um, you know, and this is actually a reference to Tommy Lee's book where um, his penis is a character in the book where he has conversations with him. Right. So they, they translated that into the movie a um, uh, little like I just was so interested because they show like, you know, what's her name? Who's playing? Pamela Anderson. Lily James L- is Lily James. Pamela. Like you just can't see her really at like it's like she looks like 
like Pamela Anderson and like they did such a great job. I literally the night before watched a movie where they're in it, you know, and it was just a completely different movie. And I'm just like, how is this the same person? And there's like a scene later on where like she takes her shirt off and you know like Pamela Anderson has like she's famous for her fake boobs. And um and there she is with fake boobs. Like you see her fake boobs. And then you see this like his straight up penis. So I had to like look this up. Like I'm like What's going on here? Like, I'm just like, are those her real boobs? Is this his real penis? Like, is this the type of stuff I'm I'm going to have to do as an actor one day? And No, um, it's almost always like fake dicks. Yeah, it's fake dicks and fake tits. Well, so, yeah, those are definitely fake Well, no, no, her. no, but they're like fake, fake tits. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like not well, yeah. real. They're not like her real tits. Like, there's like prosthetics on. on yeah, no, like they're, yes. They're, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> so just to be clear. But, um, you know, apparently like she method acted for this role, like for like months ahead of like having to actually do it. She only talked in this voice, which is very similar to Crystal and Gabby's voice. But, um, but yeah, so she's, I think she's doing great as Pam Anderson. And what's his name? Um. Uh, it's uh, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan, who um, you know, is doing a Definitely great job. Definitely to drop a lot of weight to play Tommy Lee. I think like he's, he's doing great. I think he's doing great yeah. as Tommy Lee, and um, you really just kind of see him like Tommy Lee is just like ridiculous. But you know, it's after Motley Crue's like um, decline and stuff, and I think Seth Rogen is the dude that breaks in and grabs the the famous infamous sex tape, yep. and it's just really interesting to get a kind of like. A look into i mean I, I mean it's not probably all true you know they i think it's a little bit more fantastical but i think it is based a lot on his book and on like stuff that you know pam has said like in interviews and like whatever um yeah pamela but- anderson is I, I got really deep down a rabbit hole she's been married like a bunch of times and each time so she is got, tommy lee yeah, well right but like each time she got married it was like for shorter and shorter and shorter time like she was like she she was married to Kid Rock twice, I think, after Tommy Lee, and um and and like she would marry like random people, and it would be like I was like reading her about her marriages, and each one was like she married, got got divorced six months later, got married, got divorced two months later, then it was like got married, got divorced two weeks later, and it was like got married, got divorced six days later, like crazy stuff like that. So yeah, well, and then like with how her and Tommy got together, like he was putting X in her water. And like ecstasy, and like so, she like thought. Did they show the that tingly- in the show? They don't. I've read up about the whole relationship because actually, it's a big thing right now. This one TikToker, Teffy, who's known for her pop culture, like history and recaps and whatever, she actually got into a feud. Well, not really, more like Brittany Ferlin, who's Tommy Lee's current wife. Mm-hmm. Um, like started shit with Teffy being all like, you're putting my husband in a bad light. And like, Teffy's like, I'm literally reading, saying word for word, what's in his own memoir and what's like documented by like Pamela and like other people. Like, like this is yeah, there's all scenes, There's scenes where he does feed her ecstasy, but like, um, but yeah, but he like put it in her water for like two days. And then like that, that she was like, she thought that was her falling in love with him. And that's why they got married. Oh my God. That's, that's not how it's portrayed. And like, I don't know, like they, they made it seem like she was just like, uh, like, um, uh, very impulsive in that right. sense. Um, so they definitely downplayed it, but this does sound like something that it was like Tommy Lee is orchestrating this, sh- like more of the story behind this than a Pamela Anderson is. So, um, right. Obviously, which I mean, is I think is supposed to be the theme of this whole show is like, you know, Pamela as being the woman in this situation is always going to be viewed differently than Tommy as a man. Hmm. 
Yeah, and they get into that uh, dichotomy, I think, later episodes. So um, I think it's good. I'm looking forward to watching. Yeah, more. I'm excited to watch more of it. So yeah. So um, yeah, V, why don't we get into the, our slapper of the week? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there was a bunch of good songs that came out this week that I liked, mm-hmm. but um, I was very surprised when I saw that there was a new song by Dr. Dre with Eminem. And, right, um, yeah, happened for the Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. They're prepping for the Super Bowl. And um, this song is a bop. Like, you know, it's not like totally the craziest song, like, but... Um, I'm not like a big fan of the chorus, but the beat and the way Dre and Eminem ride this beat is just like, you know, me and Andy were like, like into Tesla, like bump into this all weekend. So, um, so yeah, it was really nice, man. I, I really like it. Check it out. Dr. Dre and Eminem are back. Yeah. They're a duo. I'm a big fan. I liked this song too. I listened to it when it came out yeah. a lot. Cause, uh, I'm a big fan of Eminem and Dr. Dre and it, it gave me reminiscent vibes. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, you, you kind of. You, you have an expectation of what this song... It's like, you ha- it has to be good. And and for the fact that Dre is actually putting it out, he thinks it's good. So um, so there you go. It's called Gospel, Dr. Dre with Eminem. Check it out. Um, v, do you have any shout-outs this week? I wanted to shout-out Lexa and Ashley for being a great little um, house party hosts. Um, it was a great time. Uh, and then I wanted to shout-out my, uh, my pal Manon for taking me to get my nails done as a belated birthday gift. It was a, it was a nice little time. We got our nails done and then uh, actually ran our errands to get stuff to provide at the, the little house party as well. So well, it, was a, it was a nice little productive girl time. So Yeah, it was good to see everybody this past weekend. So. <laughs> Um, I'd like to give a shout out to my cousin Erica. Um, it was her birthday on February 5th and um, I love her. And um, and then also a birthday shout out to her brother, Ease, um, whose birthday is uh, five days after that. So it's on oh, the wow. 10th. So, um, and I'm flying up there this weekend to go see them. So I'm very excited. Oh, fine. Yeah, so I'm very excited uh, to meet uh, my niece, her daughter, uh, Alina so I'm just like the all they all the family has ease to start their name and stuff so Alina came and she's the cutest baby ever so I can't wait to meet her and um actually Erica is expecting another one too so oh wow um, yeah, congrats to her she, lots to celebrate I love you guys and um just a quick shout out to John Mark and JP um for seeing them this weekend um you know the homies so shout out to you guys love you guys um yeah that's our episode v um i already said i'm heading to new york this weekend um for a quick trip to see the fam uh what do you got planned i got me and uh my friend katie we got tickets to see dua lipa this weekend so what? I, if you yeah, want to run ex- away with me and then with galaxy and i could take you for yeah, a I'm ride excited and yeah. she has a she has a couple of songs with elton john and elton john does have a place in atlanta mm. so that would be wild if he like yeah, a little tiny dancer Ooh. Huh? I'm, I'm manifesting it i mean i can't expect it to happen but it'd More be smart for elton aligned. john to do that he just released an album in the last year with like pretty young artists and stuff on there so. more things are aligned than not so that's the plan um i think that's yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much the main plan for me this weekend um and then watching the super bowl oh i forgot the soccer game was on this weekend so boo <laughs> I'm, I'm excited i'm rooting for the Bengals. i love me some joey burr some joe burrow little bay yeah. he's cute well, um, um, I'll be flying back to Atlanta that day, and um, probably I'll catch 
some of the commercials on YouTube the next day or something. So good luck to everyone. You'll have to catch the halftime show. Oh, yeah. I got to watch the halftime show. Um, So, yeah, uh, I guess I'll be watching that. Uh, Well, V, uh, that's been our episode. Thank you so much for bringing it as always. And, um, yeah, guys, we love you. Thank you for uh, being into 200s with us. Um, We're going to keep it going, like we said. So uh, that's been our episode. And this is Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces! Bye! Future Bachelor Podcast.